the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We started sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. Each and every one of us who've been born again have been given the admonition and invitation by God to imitate Him. So that we can be successful at imitating Him, God gave us an example to follow of someone who successfully imitated Him. You already know that somebody is Jesus Christ. Jesus was the example provided to us by God to help me and you imitate him like he wants us to do so that we can represent him and Jesus like we're supposed to do. We're to conform ourselves to Jesus' example of how we're to live, how we're to think, and how we're to act now that we become sons of God. Jesus is the example that the Father gave us, his blood-bought church to follow. If we successfully imitate Jesus, we'll successfully imitate the Father. Then we'll live the blessed life that God wants us to live, and we'll be the blessing that he wants us to be, inspiring other people to live just like you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We're called by God to imitate or copy God in action, in speech, etc., 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 in other words, that which he does, we're supposed to do too. That which he does, we're supposed to do too. We're supposed to act like him, talk like him, walk like him, live like him, give like him, live our lives like him, or at the, ve- or at the very best, do the very best we can at it. I know you ain't going to be like pro at it overnight, but at the same time, you can go ahead and keep on trying to stay in the fight and keep on learning to do this and get better and better and better at it. Somebody say process. process. It's going to be a process. Praise God. You're going to get better at it as you go along each day. You're going to get better at it as you go along life way. But at the same time, keep moving forward into what God has in store for you. So you can think, do this thing like you got to do. Note to self. God never tells us to do something that we can't do. God never tells us something to do that can't be done. Therefore, if he told us to do it, it's because we can do it. So if that lie that Satan placed in you a long time ago starts trying to rise up on the inside of you, say, I can't do that. Excuse me. You can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth you. He'll give you the power. He'll give you the ability. He'll give you everything necessary to be able to do it. Because God don't like you failing at anything. He wants you succeeding at everything. He wants you to be the head, not the tail, above only, never beneath. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And so since that's the case, he's going to give you everything necessary to be able to do so. That's one of the reasons why he dropped Holy Ghost on the inside of you. To empower you to be able to do whatever it is that he calls you to do. 
to teach you. I don't know how to do. He said, I'll teach you how to be able to live this thing out like you're supposed to and bring back to your remembrance whatsoever I said to you. So when you find yourself in the middle of a situation and you forget all this information that you was taught, Holy Ghost will bring it back to you too. And say, this ain't the way you're supposed to operate, baby. This is what you're supposed to do. See, the only question is, will we decide to do it or not? It's your decision. Second definition for the word mimic. It means to take on the appearance of, similar to, excuse me, simulate, resemble closely. It means to take on the, the, the appearance of, simulate, or resemble closely. In other words, our mannerisms ought to resemble God's mannerisms closely. Closely. That even if we off, we just a little off. We ain't like on the other side off, like way over there off. Even if we, come on now, we just a little off. Hallelujah. I loved on you. Took me a minute, but I did. But that's better than before. Because before we wouldn't have did it at all. So God wants our mannerisms to be very close to him. The word mannerism by definition means habitual or or, or characteristic manner, mode or way of doing something. It's a habitual or characteristic manner, mode or way of doing something. I like that. Because this thing that God's talking about doing ain't going to be something that you got to work at doing, carry around doing, try to do and figure out how to do. No, this is going to become habitual to you. It's going to be your characteristic. It's just going to be your character. It's just the way you're going to conduct yourself. It ain't going to be something that you're going to have to think up at a time. It's going to be what is always in your mind. That that's just what you do. You know, dogs bark, cats meow. And you walk how God wants you to. It's just going to be your mannerism. That's just going to be what you do. That word mannerisms also by definition means distinctive quality or style as in behavior or speech. Distinctive quality or style as in behavior or speech, which means your behavior and speech is supposed to have a quality or a style about itself that is distinctive to everybody else. Distinctive. Can I repeat what I said before? Can I say it one more? The divide is about to get wide both outside the church and inside the church too. The divide is about to get wide. The only question is, which side is going to be you? Because one side is going to be walking like God want them to walk, talking like God want them to talk, and conducting themselves like they're supposed to, which is going to be a distinctive quality from the ones that are not. That's both outside the church and inside the church. Because I know you don't know this, praise God, but let me share with you this. I've been a pastor for a little while now. Everybody that sits in church don't intend to do what God wants them to do. Everybody that come to church has no intention on walking out what God intends for them to. Everybody that's sitting next to you ain't really sitting next to you. Hallelujah, because they really someplace other than you. They just come to do what they need to do. You know, their little Christian duty, and then they're going to go out and do what they want to do. But I'm so glad that ain't you. Because we're going to be a people. I said, we're going to be a people. I said, we're going to be a people. I said, we're going to be a people that's going to walk this thing out like God wants us to. That's going to walk this thing out in the fullness of what he's got planned for me and you. That there's going to be a distinction between us and everybody else. There's going to be a distinction between us and the world. That's why all this bad teaching is coming out now trying to get the church to look like the world, dress like the world, act like the world, trying to dress us down and, and bring it down and, and do everything else like that. No, a distinction is about to occur, baby. I'm teaching, I'm teaching real good up in here. A clear distinction is about to occur. 
And come on, somebody got to feel it in their in heart. And a distinction is about to occur. He's even about to separate you from the belief from the believers to the believing believers. To the bona fide from the fake. Come on now. From that little fudge brownie from the real chocolate cake. Is anybody here? Man? He about to separate the two from. Hallelujah. The question is, is what we're going to do? Because you're going to be able to tell the difference. Why? Because the ones are going to follow what he says. Others ain't going to do what he said do. The goats are going to be on one side. The ones that buck against everything that God said. Hey, don't take all that. We ain't got to do all that. You know, them them goats, you know, can eaters. You know, they, you know, they eat anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, they anything you throw at them, they can eat it. Praise God. Any old bad teaching, any old jacked up teaching, just throw it. They just eat on it and chew on it and stuff like that. Golly gosh. But that ain't us. We the sheep. And we know our father's voice. And a voice of a stranger, we not gonna follow. But we're gonna follow God. And we're going to follow him by being imitators of him, followers of him like he wants us to do so that he can take us forward into the life that he has in store for me and you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Is anybody hearing me up in here? He about to take us someplace. Praise God. We about to receive an inheritance. Come on, dudes, because remember, the, 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 the mature are the only ones that receive the inheritance, the ones that grow up to a certain level, the ones that be able to continue, conduct themselves like they no longer from the devil. Them the ones that receive the inheritance. Praise God, and God's about to bless me and you. So we're going to have a distinctive quality or style as in the behavior or speech. Now, this gets good. I said it also is the same word we get our word mime from. Now, mimes are people who mimic. There are people who mimic. But there's an interesting thing about a mime. A mime's message is seen, not heard. A mime's message is seen, not heard. Because everybody can talk to talk. But everybody don't walk to walk. Everybody can run up off the mouth. I'm talking about from the north to the east to the west to the south. But ain't everybody that walks this thing out like God wants them to. That's the few. They're the saints and there's the faithful. There's the remnant and there's everybody else. We're going to be the remnant. We're going to be that distinct few that's going to live this thing out like God wants us to do. But I got good news. It ain't going to take very many. It only going to take a few that's going to be able to turn this place right back up, right side up like it's supposed to be and, can, and allow people to step in God's real grace. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So a mime, praise God, and they, 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 their actions is what does the speaking for them. Come on, ladies in the house, say hey. Homie can tell you he love you all he want to. Bunk that. What you going to do? Because I hear what you're saying, but I watch how you keep playing. I hear y'all, you say it's only me. But then I look at this little chorus line of chicks that you got right there next to me. I hear how you say you love me. And how you wouldn't, how you can't do without me. But you keep doing things that demonstrate you don't really want me. So you can come and tell me how much you love me as long as you want to. But as far as I'm concerned, as for right now, shut up. And do what you need to do. Somebody ain't got to know what I'm talking about. And I just did it that way because, you know, I want to get the woman caught up. Praise God. Because it's the same way reverse, too. Because now you got women think they dudes. 
and they act like dudes. And they be trying to jump in and out of beds too. Come on. Keep looking forward. Act like it ain't you. Praise God. Amen. But God, but God want to straighten all that out. So anybody hear me up in here? Only thing supposed to go up in the air is your hands. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. No ringy. No dingy. Does anybody hear me? Y'all don't want to work with me. That's all right. I just move up. Shatarabosa. See, if a mime doesn't do anything, then his message is never heard. If a mime never does anything, his message is never heard. Because it's in his doing that his message is told. He'll walk and act like he ran into a wall. He lets you know that there was something stopping him there. But now he's getting through because he's an opening right here. But he didn't say a word. You knew what he was doing. And God's going to have you living a life that causes you to do things that ain't going to say a word. But it's going to speak loud and clear. Is anybody hearing me up in here? I remember, I remember, I remember a long time ago, praise God, when the Lord gave me my first opportunity to speak publicly, praise God. Interestingly enough, he had me speaking to children, praise God. First, first time I had to speak publicly. But I found out later on it's because I was actually called to talk to children. Praise God. I'll explain it later. Praise God. Amen. I'm actually VBBS and I need know what I'm talking about. I'm actually called to talk to children. You remember that? Praise God. I'm called to talk to children. Praise God. And I found out later on why. Praise God because I'm called to talk to children. But I remember, I remember he had me do my very first message in front of children. And this was the message. Can you preach the gospel without opening your mouth? Can you never say a word, but they can read you and learn everything that you've ever heard? That if they never see you in your WWJD, do they only, can they look at you and see what Jesus would do every day? Can I look at your life and see how I'm supposed to operate in church? Even to the point of how much I'm supposed to show up in church. Because the Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as a manner of some is. But outside of excuses, praise God, can I just watch your life and see that that's what I'm supposed to do? Can I look at your life and see how I'm supposed to treat a female? So I'm supposed to treat a male, whether they same sex or opposite sex. Can I see that just by watching your life where you never say a word to me, but you speak real clear to me? Because can you preach the gospel without opening your mouth? Or do you have to attach a lot of I heard from lords and the Lord says into it in order for us to be able to get some confidence in it? Or is it that you just live this thing out like God wants you to? Because that's the true way that God wants you to preach the gospel is by the life that's lived by you. That's why I was teaching little kids. God's bringing me back to that message again. It's time to teach this church, these kids. Can you preach the gospel without opening your mouth? God wants his children now to learn to preach this thing without ever opening your mouth. Can I find out what Jesus's attitude would be by watching you and how you conduct yourself when people come against thee? Can I watch how it is that I'm supposed to conduct myself each and every day when I receive my pay? By watching what you do with your pay. Or do it, or is it the opposite of everything that the word of God had to say? Because once again, a lot of us have assumed the name, but we haven't assumed the mannerisms. We call ourselves Christians, but we ain't no Christ in our ends. Is anybody in here? But that's what God wants to change this year. He wants to get all of us. I said all of us. Did I say all of us? He wants to make sure I said all of us. He wants to get all of us to live this thing out like he wants us to do. And be able to come on and move forward into the life that he has in store for me and you. Because he has it operating for me and you. 
in our mannerisms. See, I said, if a mime doesn't do anything, then his message is not heard. That's because minds speak through their actions. Through our actions of mimicking him, speaking of God, God wants us to speak a message too. See, when we operate as a mime or a mimic and we mimic God like we're supposed to, as he desires me and you to do, then we're going to speak a message that's going to be loud and clear to everybody who is near that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. And that he ought to be their Lord too. It's going to be a message that God our Father wants to brought, to brought near to them by me and you. Now we, we're, we're conducted, we're commanded to mimic Jesus in and with our lives. It's a commandment. This ain't a suggestion. That's why I said be. He didn't say be if you want to. Let's look back at it. Where is God? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1. It says be. Don't say be if you want to. Be if you feel like it. Be as long as they don't mess with you. Don't say be and stop being. This is written in the continual present tense, which means be and keep on being. Which means this is the lifestyle that we're going to live to the time that he come get me and you. We're going to walk this thing out like God wants us to. I said we're going to walk this thing like God wants us to. That's because our actions are going to communicate a message. It'll communicate to everybody who's watching me and you. Because I don't know whether you know it or not, but somebody's watching you. Can I tell you about the very first message I got a chance to speak to adults? In the house of God. I told you the first one I did to children is can you preach the gospel without opening your mouth? Can I tell you what the one was to adults? Somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching you that you don't even know anything about. They're quietly watching you to see whether Christianity is real. They're quietly watching you to see whether or not you really got hold to the real deal. They ain't saying nothing, but they want to see if you're saying something before they decide to do what they're going to do. Because whether they accept or reject is going to be based upon what they see in you. The Bible teaches us we are the epistle of God. You're to read the epistles to learn to be the epistle so that people can read you and be able to know what you need to do. They ought to look at you and see the first gospel of Jose or whatever your name is today. Gustav, Mary, Joseph too, because the gospel is supposed to come through you. You're supposed to be the epistle. The epistles are written to teach us how to live our lives. You're supposed to be the epistle that another people reads in order to know what they ought to do with their lives. Because whether you know it or not, somebody's watching you. He's bringing that message back out right now too. To let you know somebody's watching you. That's why it's time to you to give them something to look at. Show them what it is he wants you to show them. So that they can be able to get the message that he wants. See, it'll tell folk who we are. Here's the message. It'll tell folk who we are and whose we are. I said it'll tell people who we are and whose we are. We are the people of the most high God. That wasn't the right reaction. Let's try that again. We are the people of the most high God. That's a little bit closer, but we still ain't there yet. We are the people of the most high God. There we go, there we go. Now we're getting a little closer to it. But I would do it again, but we ain't got time. Praise God. But we're getting a little closer to it. Because we're supposed to be excited about being the people of God. We're supposed to be honored to be the people of God. We're supposed to be glad to be the people of God. In fact, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I said, we are the people of the Most High God.
And it's supposed to be clear everywhere we go. That is so. That when we walk into the room, every demon that's there is supposed to know that we there. When we wake up in the morning, our feet hit the floor. They're supposed to know that there's going to be a Christian that's going to tell them no more. That we're going to say nay in all these things. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Because we are the people of God. We are the called out ones. We are the ecclesia. We ain't like everybody else. We ain't trying to be like everybody else. We ain't trying to dress like that scuzzy. Nor that skank either. We ain't trying to. I, I pointed over here. Don't look over there. I pointed over here. Praise God. We ain't trying to dress like that scuzzy. Or that skank either. Is anybody hear me out here? We dressing like women and men of God. By the way, women dressing like women of God. And men dressing like men of God. Hallelujah. Our message is going to tell people who we are and whose we are. It'll tell folk who God is. And it'll tell folk that we really are his. And we really are the children of the most high God. We represent the living God. They they worship dumb idols. We represent the living God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Who's both alive and a life giver. Who's going to give them life too. See, we're supposed to let our entire conduct be like that of the Lord. Every area and every facet of our life is supposed to match God. And God wants to learn you how to do that today. We're supposed to imitate him in all our actions. That's our words, our attitudes, our mindsets, and our inclinations. I said our words and our attitudes. I said and our... All our attitudes. You know all them. Where somebody say something to you and you all of a sudden get interested in how many tiles on the ceiling and stuff like that. That ain't God's attitude. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That's an old tired attitude that's supposed to have been let go a long time ago. All that asthma attack while people talking to you. All, all, all that, it's got to go. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because that ain't God. God didn't have asthma. Is anybody hearing me up in here? We're supposed, to, we're supposed to assume his gait when we walk, including his carriage, and the way he carries himself. The way he carried himself is the way we carry ourselves. He is royalty. He is the prince of peace. He is the Lord of lords. And God said, I died so that you can become both kings and priests in this world. So it's time to learn how to operate like a king. Somebody say kinghood 101. It's time to be able to learn how to operate like the kings and queenhood 101. Say queenhood 101. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to assume his mode of speech when we talk, including his accent and his way that he speaks. Now, as I say, his accent. Like, for instance, if somebody in here came from Boston, praise God, it wouldn't take us long to figure out that they came from Boston. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you've seen what the Word of God says about God's desire for us to be like Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives, imitating him like he wants us to do. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to be like him so that we can live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-7859-238. That's area code 210-7859-238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, ladies, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. What a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity for a lot of brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are. By preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 